Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call.
adjusted gross margin of 21.3%, up from 12.5% in Q2 a year ago, EBITDA of $4.4 million, up from $1 million in Q1 last year, and a return to positive net earnings. We recognize that circumstances can change rapidly in this uncertain time, but we feel confident in our safety measures and our ability to continue to operate at this level of increased activity while maintaining improved profitability. The significant increase in gold and copper prices over the last 12 months should continue to provide positive support for drilling projects in our markets. <clears throat> I'd now like to turn the call over to Alain Laplante to review our financial results in more detail. Alain? Thank you, Eric, and good morning, everyone. Our fiscal 2021 second quarter revenue totaled $36.1 million, compared to $38.3 million in Q2 a year ago. Canada revenue totaled $29.4 million in the quarter, up from $28.6 million in Q2 last year. Our drilling activities in Canada have returned to pre-pandemic levels following a gradual ramp-up that began in the latter half of our fiscal 2020 fourth quarter and the June 30th. International revenue decreased to $6.6 million in the quarter, down from $9.7 million in Q2 last year. The decrease was primarily attributable to a decline in drilling activities in Chile, partially offset by increased drilling activity in West Africa. Our drill utilization rate was 55% in the quarter, compared to 59% in Q2 a year ago. However, this figure is higher than our 50% utilization rate in Q1 this year and 42% in Q4 2020, demonstrating the steady return of drilling activity following the initial, the initial impact of the pandemic. Gross profit for the quarter was $5.4 million in the quarter compared to $2.4 million in Q2 last year. Adjusted gross margin, excluding depreciation expenses, was 21.3% compared to 12.5% in Q2 last year. Improved gross profit and margin reflects improved operational efficiencies and cost reduction initiatives, which offset the initial logistical challenges and related costs due to COVID-19. GN expenses were $3.7 million in the quarter, or 10.1% of revenue, compared to $4.2 million, or 10.8% of revenue in Q1 last year. The decline in GN expenses reflect the cost reduction measures we've implemented following the onset of the pandemic, as Eric noted earlier. EBITDA for the quarter was $4.4 million, up from $1 million in Q2 last year. Net earnings were $0.3 million or $0.01 cent per share, compared to a net loss of $2.4 million or $0.06 cents per share in Q2 a year ago. The positive variances reflect improved gross margins, positively impacted by improved operational efficiencies and cost reduction initiatives. Turning to our balance sheet, during the quarter, our financing activities resulted in a $5.7 million reduction in debt and lease liabilities compared to an increase of $1.5 million in Q2 a year ago. We repaid a net amount of $5 million on our credit facility compared to a withdrawal of $2.3 million in Q2 last year. Our long-term debt under the credit facility, including $1 million US dollar drawn from our $5 million US dollar revolving facility, 
and the current portion was $21.6 million at quarter end. This compares to $28.7 million as at June 30, 2020, a decrease of $7.1 million, which has provided us with improved financial flexibility. Our working capital position at quarter end was $31.4 million compared to $52.1 million as at June 30, 2020, our fiscal 2020 year end. The decline in working capital resulted from the reclassification of the amount outstanding under the credit facility from non-current to current liabilities due to the fact that the maturity date of the credit facility is currently November 2, 2021. We are currently in discussion with our lender to renew the credit facility. Just one final note before turning the call back to Eric for his closing comments. As previously disclosed, in June 2020, a claim by a financial institution for damages against a subsidiary of ours in the amount of approximately $2 million was confirmed by a court in Burkina Faso. We vigorously disputed this claim and filed an appeal. Nonetheless, given the original claim was confirmed by a court in Burkina Faso, we recorded a provision of approximately $2 million in our fiscal 2020 fourth quarter for this claim. On January 21st of this year, the appeal court ruled in our favor and overturned the original decision. This this remains under uh, subject to further appeal, and as such, we have determined not to reverse the provision liability until the appeal period has expired, and we have received and considered the appeal court's written judgment. I'll now turn the call back to Eric for closing comments. Eric? Thanks, Alain. I am proud of our team and their extraordinary efforts and cooperation in effectively managing this crisis so far, and I am confident that we will continue to do so. This team effort has played a huge part in positioning our business favorably to accommodate the increasing customer demand we are now experiencing in Canada and our international operations. Through all of these challenges, I believe we have become stronger as a company. We are generating improved margins, we have lower costs, and reduce our debt and lease liabilities. We also welcome the news of our recent successful appeal to a legal claim against our subsidiary in Burkina Faso, as I just noted. With the price of gold currently above $1,800 US an ounce, gold mining has become highly profitable even for higher cost producers. We expect this pricing to support demand for gold drilling in Canada and West Africa. We generated approximately three-quarters of our revenue from gold-related drilling in the first half of fiscal 2021, so we are well positioned to benefit from increased project opportunities. The price of copper is currently close to a five-year high, and the underlying supply demand fundamentals of the commodity remain solid. This should support customer demand in our Chilean operations going forward. The increase in drilling demand in Canada will require additional experienced drilling personnel. We are well positioned to face this challenge as we have our own drilling training program. Our computerized monitoring and control technology helps new drillers reach desired productivity rates in a shorter period of time and we are continuously improving our drilling processes. We do not foresee similar manpower issues in our international operations. 
We will maintain our vigilance in monitoring COVID-19 in the days and months ahead, as well as overall market conditions and the health and safety of our team members and the communities in which we operate. We look forward to reporting our continued progress in the second half of fiscal 2021. That concludes our formal remarks. Alain and I will now be pleased to answer any question. Colin, please begin the question period. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. Uh, should you have a question, uh, please press star followed by one on your touchtone phone. You'll hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request and your questions will be polled in the order they are received. Should you wish to decline from the polling process, please press star, followed by two. If you're using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. One moment for your first question. Okay, it appears there are no questions at this time. Please proceed. So if there is no question, we'll terminate the call. Thank you, everyone, for participating today and wish you all good health. Merci d'avoir participé à la présentation de ce matin. Je souhaite à tout le monde d'être demeurer en santé. Merci. À la prochaine. Bonne journée à tous. À la prochaine. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.